blossoming, blossoming moments. Welcome, welcome everyone to Today I'm Alive. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here today because with some extracts from my book, Priceless Roles of a Mother, I have something incredibly unbelievable to share with you. Why our suffering isn't wasted. In the early hours of my morning walk, taking a deep breath of the fresh aromic air and gazing at the sky, I can see a mass of clouds hovering about. The clouds began to float away and eventually disappear. As the light of the day slowly appeared, birds began to chirp and fly around as the clear blue sky shines through. When I look into the sky, memories similar to clouds began to flow into my mind. There are times when a single phrase can literally alter the course of your entire life. My mind flashes back to the day my life miraculously began to change. It was a bright sunny day and I was visiting Portsmouth, a beautiful city on the south coast of England. I was taking myself on a short walk following the Nelson Trail on the cobbled streets towards the waterfront with streams of ferries and navy ships. On my way, I came upon a small, dusty, second-hand bookshop with so little stock that I wonder how it survived. Most of the books looked undisturbed on the shelves. By some sort of super force, I was gravitated to a shelf and picked up a slim, frail paperback titled Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Frank, an Australian psychiatrist who shares his horrifying experience of three years in captivity in the concentration camp during World War II, and how he helped fellow prisoners endure the horror around them by getting them to focus on the lives they might lead after the war, mentally and spiritually. This little book had obviously been read thoroughly as they were marking some pages by previous readers. Leafing through the pages, I noticed these words highlighted. The existence of life is to suffer. To survive is to find meaning in suffering. Those words transfixed me. I couldn't put the book down. As I continued leafing through, a slip of paper floated out of the book and landed on the ground. These words jumped out at me. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Wow, I was speechless. The strange thing was, at that particular time, I was on the battlefield with my thoughts and feelings about all my past traumas, especially for not being physically present to bring up my son during my life-threatening traumas. I bought the book for two pounds. Oh, I have lots and lots of books that I've purchased in the name of bettering my life. But somehow, somehow, I was captivated by this tiny book full of knowledge that I keep on my bedside table. Franklin's belief is that our thoughts and feelings are shaped by our conditioning, our beliefs, our knowledge, our experiences, and our present state of mind. 
He also noted that we each have the inner awareness of freedom, the power and choice of how to respond to any given thought, emotion, or any given situation that arises in our life. If you're not able to change the situation, you can control how you choose to respond to it in the present. Wow, that was a moment of truth for me. That's when it hit me. I couldn't believe it. My mind began to shift. It was an instant awakening. In the present moment, I have the choice and I am in charge and can change my thoughts and feelings and how I respond to whatever situation comes into my life. So can you. Franklin's story caused me to reflect on how I've been responding to my childhood upbringing, my relationship with myself, my family and my friends, my health challenges, and as a mother. He continued, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, the ability to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. I remember thinking, I wish, I wish I had read this book a long time ago. Franklin's ultimate quest was to find meaning in life, regardless of your health, wealth, or circumstances. No matter how miserable or traumatic things are, your thoughts, your thoughts, your response, your life, all are your own. The challenges we face and the obstacles we overcome do not have to hold us back. Instead, they become part of our stories of redemption, gifts, blessing, healing, and wholeness, to live a purposefully filled life and to empower others to do the same. Oh, coming to this awareness, I suffer and continue to do so from all kinds of side effects. All my suffering isn't wasted and it's not just a gift. It's a catalyst for change that can help people realize their own blessings. My suffering ignited the hunger in me to embrace change and to do what I am doing right now. Oh, not stopping there. Great teachers and role models like Oprah Winfrey, Maya Angelou, Nelson Mandela and others also use their past suffering as a transformational instrument to world change. Eckhart Tool, another great speaker and author of The Power of Now, had a traumatic, unhappy childhood. And for many years, he struggled with depression, anxiety, and fear, and even considered suicide. Hold on a second. Let me clarify something that is of grave importance. I know many of you may get confused or your wires twist about what I am saying regarding transforming suffering into gift. It is not the pain of suffering. It is not the outcome of suffering. The result is that when suffering is overcome, it is replaced with valuable gifts of love, compassion, forgiveness, and gratitude. Now, the tricky thing is that because these good things would not have come into my life had it not been for suffering, how can I not be grateful? I love the many things which happened directly as a result of suffering. No way would I have liked to miss out on the outcome. 
though I would not like to go through them again. But what makes them so rewarding is I had the choice to either learn and grow from my sufferings or let them defeat me. But I choose to learn and grow by being an even better person, not a bitter person, to help others more, to truly make each day special and meaningful and not waste my time on the shallow and negative stuff. We are the producer, the author, the director, and the actor of our thoughts and feelings. And how we can make new choices from suffering or whatever life throws on our path. With meditation, creativity, and imagination. A deep sense of inner awareness to create the life we desire. It goes on to say that we underestimate our minds and how powerful it is and that we can transform our suffering into blessings. Marian Williamson, in her book, Return to Love, says, Our deepest, deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond. How many of you agree with me? I know everyone will not see the benefits of suffering. It's impossible for me to be grateful for suffering, like abuse and cancer that killed my mother in a very slow and painful manner. It's impossible for me to be grateful for suffering that has taken others I care about. It's impossible for me to be grateful for the suffering that has taken so many that others care about as well, especially during the recent COVID-19 virus. Oh, and it's impossible for me to be grateful for a few months ago, I was diagnosed with a hole in my heart. But I am grateful because it had ignited the passion and power in me to produce this podcast series, Today I'm Alive. Every one of us is flawed. Life is a gift. But as an individual who survived and is striving after encountering multiple life-threatening traumas, I can only share the benefits I gained from them. What is true for me may not be true for you. I am grateful for the mistakes I made and the lesson life is teaching me to grow. I am grateful for the people who have abused, loved and loved me, for they have added so much, so much value to my life. To take it a step further, I'm grateful for being used as an influential, inspirational instrument for the contents of this episode to empower those who have been through similar traumatic experiences to live a meaningful and peaceful life. Oh, I can hear your thoughts. You don't think you can do that. That's what I thought too. Everyone who is fighting the battle within themselves, who is trying so hard to carry on, I know, I know how it feels. You are not alone. I am here to help you get the courage, strength, peace and positivity and happiness in your life. To transform all your suffering into tools, gifts and solutions for yourself and to serve others. My heartfelt wish is why our suffering isn't wasted, which is an antidote to shake and wake you up, taking you on a journey on how to transform from being a victim to a powerful creator.
You can choose to look at suffering either as a victim and say, Oh, why is it all this happening to me? Or as a creator, life happens for me. It's entirely up to you to make the choice to transform suffering into gifts. Let go of the past suffering that no longer serves you and become aware everything, everything you need is within you. Once you let go, you'll rise like the phoenix and regain your health, happiness, sanity and a sense of self. Maya Angelou, one of our greatest poets, says, Nothing, nothing can dim the light which shines from within. Oh, it's also my heartfelt wish that you find the inner beauty of peace with the wholeness of living and loving life and allowing life to live and love you too in the presence of each day as it blossoms. Let it shine. My name is Margaret Aberdeen. Have a blossoming day and tune in next week for another episode of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me at info at margaretaberdeen.com. Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm feeling good. <laughs>